Donald Trump leaning into concerns some voters have and critics have about him retaking the White House, the former president sharing a word cloud that features the words like revenge, economy, power, dictatorship. The word cloud is from a survey of a British newspaper. It shows some of the most common words that people use to describe what they think a second Trump term would be like. Trump has repeatedly promised supporters to be his to be his supporters' retribution if elected. He has said he would appoint a special prosecutor to go after President Biden and his family, and he suggested that he would weaponize the Department of Justice against his enemies. Here's what else he said. For those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. We will root out the communists, Marxists, fascists, and the radical left thugs that live like vermin within the confines of our country. Under no circumstances, you are promising America tonight you would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. He <laughs> says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. Back with us now, CNN national correspondent Kristen Holmes and CNN political commentator and former special assistant to President George W. Bush, Scott Jennings. You informed us with your reporting on this, Kristen, a couple hours ago. There was no strategy behind Trump putting this up, right? I mean, this word cloud was, you know, about how people feel about him and how he's running his campaign. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, that's right, Poppy. I mean, I think this is threefold. You know, one of this is that the main word here is revenge. And Donald yeah. Trump, as you just showed in various clips, has made it clear that part of his campaign messaging is revenge. So that is part of posting this. The other part of this is he is trolling his critics. There has been a lot of talk in the media, and he has gotten more attention since he said those dictator comments, that he would only be a dictator on day one. This is his way of trolling his critics, trolling the media, any of his rivals, uh, just putting it out there without any context. The last part of this is that some of the other words on there, power, economy, those are words that he believes his Republican base wants to see, that he believes that his voters want someone who is strong. So he is looking at those words as well. But overall, I'd say this is more of a trolling strategy than an actual political strategy. And it's effective because Scott is sitting there begging us to talk about this every single day. <laughs> Scott, can I ask, though, for, and, and I mean this in all seriousness, uh, Kristen Silva Sanderson has a, just a really great piece in the New York Times. She's a pollster. She's on. Uh, she's a friend of the show, a friend of everybody at CNN, who goes through kind of the dynamics of the race, talking about chaos versus non-chaos candidate, and comparing kind of why Biden won in 2020 and why he's having difficulty in the polling in 2024. A through line, kind of from Afghanistan to now. If this becomes a contrast election where Trump is trolling and Trump is chaos and Trump is all the things that he's using to great effect in the primary. How does that benefit him in a general election? Well, the, the, the way he's going to run the race is just to try to have a referendum on Joe Biden. And to, to the op-ed's point, if we have a referendum on Biden and hold him to his own promises, I'm going to calm everything down. I'm going to have a boring presidency. I'm going to be an adult. I'm going to eliminate the chaos of the Trump year. So if you're really just thinking about did you fulfill your promises, that's how that's how Trump would want to win the uh, run the race. Now, if I'm Joe Biden, you try to get people to remember that the Trump years weren't all that uh, calm <laughs> and that they were chaotic as well. The problem is right now, if you look at the polling, a lot of people are having nostalgia for the Trump years, particularly on the economy. Uh, and so that's Biden's uh, challenge is mm -hmm. to try to get people to remember that, hey, this wasn't as good 
this wasn't as good as you as you think it was or that you re you remember it being. On the word cloud, by the way, the, the word that I jumps out to me, frankly, is power. Mm -hmm. Because I think one of the Republican arguments this year is that Biden is too weak. He's too weak to control the border. He's too weak to manage these international crisis situations that we have popping up everywhere. He's too weak to control inflation or, you know. So it, it's really less about here's my policy prescription and more about, you know, you're just too weak to do anything about any of these problems and, and we have to eliminate that. So it sort of absolves you of having a policy platform if you just project strength over weakness. Vivek Ramaswamy, who is um, not critical of Trump, but still running against him to be president, just replied to a tweet about him stopping all TV ad spend a month out, less than a month out from Iowa, New Hampshire. And Kristen, let me read you what he said, because he said basically it's not smart to spend money that way. And he also called candidates that do uh, basically people who have a low IQ. Is this strategic in terms <laughs> of uh, not having enough money to spend on TV left? <laughs> But also, I would like a position in a Trump cabinet should he win. Well, first of all, Vivek Ramaswamy promised he would spend far more money on television than he has. And he has spent quite a bit. He spent over $4 million. But I'm fairly certain he said at some point he was going to spend uh, 10 digits, so the double-digit millions there. Now, in terms of whether or not this is low return, uh, return on interest, you know, yeah, low ORI, that's that's probably an accurate statement. And there are a lot of people who believe that this way of reaching voters is antiquated. Donald Trump himself, if you'll remember in 2016, almost released zero ads. Uh, he relied completely on earned media. Now they know that's not an option this time around. But when it comes to Ramaswamy and potential cabinet positions, it's much too early to talk about that. However, we can note that senior advisors on both campaigns are in communication. The two of them, Ramaswamy and Trump, have sat down on multiple occasions. And Trump, I am told, really likes him. He enjoys being around him. So that could be a down-the-road conversation, but he certainly, of all of the Republican candidates, has been the most careful not to step on Donald Trump in any way. Scott, as somebody who's who's been involved in a number of campaigns in the past, if you pledge that you're going to spend $10 million, spend a little bit over two, and then pull all your ad spend down, and then say the reason is why is because you found a new way to do things, and everybody who buys TV ads is an idiot, do you feel like he's found a new way to do things, or he doesn't have any money? Well, he's doing a lot of self-funding, so I guess he has all the money that he wants to spend. What I suspect is happening is that they found out that his campaign is dead. He has no chance to win, and so he doesn't want to spend his own money on these TV ads that he claimed he was going to do uh, just a few weeks ago. It is true that what they're talking about, this targeting of ads, you know, using addressable uh, advertising mediums, social media, digital spending, it, campaigns do that, but they usually do it in conjunction uh, with TV ad spending. I suspect what he's doing right now is planning an exit strategy, trying to save as much of his own money as he can and figuring out the exact right time to get out of the race and endorse Donald Trump to please Donald Trump the most. He's essentially functioned as a Trump surrogate or a Trump stand-in on the debate stage and throughout this campaign. So I have no reason to believe that won't continue. Kristen Holmes, thank you. Scott Jennings with the perfect 10. If we still had Room Raider, your Christmas decor- it's solid. Is very <laughs> it's solid. Very, it's elite. <laughs> We know you put that up yourself. Yeah, Got thank you. my wife. She gets she gets yeah. this all set up for every holiday. It's I, amazing. 